Hello guys and welcome back to the What Would She Know podcast. As you can see from the title of the episode, this is going to be a no bullshit episode. A An idea that I kind of literally just had that rather than me rambling on at the start of every episode and even at the end, I think I like that sometimes in podcast episodes when I listen to it, but then other times if there's like a title that I'm interested in and it's just like 15, 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, and I want to get in, get out. I want to know the information. I feel like I retain that information better. Maybe you guys would like the idea of this as well. So I'm going to trial it. So yeah, in today's episode, I'm literally going to be talking about the title, which is six pieces of advice everyone needs to hear. I'm not going to ramble on on at the start or at the end. We're not going to do the quote of the day, no gratitude, nothing like that. I'm just going to talk about the pieces of advice and then hopefully you guys can learn stuff and apply it to your life as well. And these pieces of advice that I'm going to be talking about, they're just going to be a sum of my best tips of advice. And then I've also taken this from other people, like, I don't know, influential people that I follow and aspire to, I guess you could say. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this new little episode idea. So the first piece of advice I have is to stop following other people's version of fun. And what I mean by that is that fun doesn't have to mean partying and drinking and going out every single weekend. Because I feel like when we were young, this generation and every previous generation, I feel like we were pushed and made to believe that drinking alcohol and going out every single weekend is the only version of fun in our life at like a certain period of time, like that kind of 15 to 25, even 30 almost, I feel like. And I feel like a lot of us feels if we're not following that definition of what society perceives to be as fun, we kind of feel different, but we're not. And I think that fun is learning a new hobby and getting lost in a book and having a deep conversation with a friend or watching your favorite movie with a best friend or painting something or going for a walk in nature or even the most simplest thing like dancing to your favorite music in the kitchen by yourself. I think that we need to take action with ourselves and learn to define fun ourselves because fun is how you define it and we shouldn't let society do that for us because if we're letting society define fun for us and we're following what that definition is that's just a reflection of us being too insecure in order for us to make ourselves push ourselves to figure out what we really enjoy in life my second piece of advice i think this is so important and so cool. And I've actually applied this with my relationship, but there's definitely some more things that we could speak about, but discuss these things before you get into a marriage because love, love, love and attraction are never enough. So some of the things that I think that we should all be discussing is bills. How are you going to deal with family, especially as they age and an illness? I remember me and my boyfriend spoke about this. Like we spoke about fake scenarios of, okay, let's just say when we're older and if we get married and we have kids and blah, 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 what happens if one of our parents gets so severely ill or they obviously 
will become quite old and will need more assistance and stuff. In that situation, are we going to send them to a home or would they live with us? Hypothetically, I think questions like that are so important because they're going to come up if you are with someone forever. Things like that are going to come up. And I think it's better to talk about these things now rather when it actually gets to that point, because who knows, you you could want your parents to live with you and then your partner could be like, fuck no, I'm not living with your parents. They can go to a home. And obviously that's going to create some sort of tension within the relationship. Another big thing to discuss, uh, what beliefs will be installed onto your children if you do wish to have them? I think that discussing your childhood traumas is really important and don't sit there and tell me that you don't have any. If you listen to my episode on trauma, you know that everyone has childhood trauma, no matter how perfect you think your upbringing was. I think it's important to talk about financial partner and sexual expectations within your relationship and just simple things like what does your dream home look like to you and does it actually matter? Does eventually living in your dream home matter to you or are you not fussed about that stuff? And I think political views as well is really important. The third piece of advice is I think it's really important for us to understand the difference between enjoying and ruining the so-called golden years of our life, which is normally 15 to 30. So this is often the typical period where we make a lot of friends, but we also lose friends. We fail a lot, but we also learn a lot. We make a lot of mistakes, but I think it's also important to know that that is completely normal. We fall in love, but you also get heartbroken and you lose yourself along the way, but you also find yourself too. And I think that all of those things are normal and it's kind of a part of growing up in those years. And I think that it is important for us to remember that shit's going to happen and kind of learn to enjoy the suffering, I guess. Not that we want to, but rather how can what can you take from those moments of suffering and failure and heartbreak rather than going down a dark path and always focusing on the negatives and then ultimately ruining those years and living in that victim mentality. The fourth piece of advice, I am very strong about this one, (laughs) but please go to therapy if you have children or if you want them. I personally think that it's one of the most selfish things that someone can do is to have a child and not at least try to heal or to not go to therapy. You're not perfect. Nobody is. And if you don't go to therapy, your kids will definitely end up in therapy because of you and stop thinking you're so immune to mental health and trauma because I can tell you right now, you are not. We should obviously be healing and going to therapy and looking after our mental health for us. But like I say all the time, all those things show up in other relationships as well. And you guys have no idea the impact that our parents have on our overall life, our relationships, our relationship with ourselves, our mental health, how we view the world, just all the little things that have such an impact. Even relationship with food, like what is your relationship with food like? Are you constantly wanting to go on a diet? Are you constantly talking about going on a diet? Are you constantly labeling foods as good and bad? All of those things create an unhealthy relationship. Your kids are then unconsciously creating an unhealthy relationship with food because you have an unhealthy relationship with food and often people don't even realize. So that's what I mean. Going to therapy and working on these things, if you have children or you want them, is I think one of the most important things you can do in life because they will end up in therapy because of you if you don't. 
Number five, say no without over-explaining or lying. This is something I'm working on. And definitely in the past, I've definitely been someone who like, even the like white littlest of lies, I don't know, you say you can't do something or can't go somewhere or can't, I don't know, hang out with a person and you lie. And it's like, no, I'm learning to, if I don't want to go, if I want to put me first, if that person isn't serving me or that situation, I'm just straight up going, hey, no, sorry, I'm not going to that. Or, hey, sorry, I can't do that today. So the first piece of advice I have is to stop following other people's version of fun. And what I mean by that is that fun doesn't have to mean partying and drinking and going out every single weekend. Because I feel like when we were young, this generation and every previous generation, I feel like we were pushed and made to believe that drinking alcohol and going out every single weekend is the only version of fun in our life at like a certain period of time, like that kind of 15 to 25, even 30 almost, I feel like. And I feel like a lot of us feels if we're not following that definition of what society perceives to be as fun, we kind of feel different, but we're not. And I think that fun is learning a new hobby and getting lost in a book and having a deep conversation with a friend or watching your favorite movie with a best friend or painting something or going for a walk in nature or even the most simplest thing like dancing to your favorite music in the kitchen by yourself. I think that we need to take action with ourselves and learn to define fun ourselves because fun is how you define it and we shouldn't let society do that for us because if we're letting society define fun for us and we're following what that definition is and that's just a reflection of us being too insecure in order for us to make ourselves push ourselves to figure out what we really enjoy in life. My second piece of advice, I think this is so important and so cool. And I've actually applied this with my relationship with my boyfriend, but there's like, I feel like there's definitely some more things that we could definitely speak about, but discuss these things before you get into a marriage because love, love Love and attraction are never enough. So some of the things that I think that we should all be discussing is bills. How are you going to deal with family, especially as they age and an illness? I remember me and my boyfriend spoke about this. Like we spoke about fake scenarios of, okay, let's just say when we're older and if we get married and we have kids and blah, blah, blah. What happens if one of our parents gets like so severely ill or, you know, they obviously will become quite old and will need more assistance and stuff. In that situation, are we going to send them to a home or would they live with us hypothetically? Like I think questions like that are so important because they're going to come up if you are with someone forever, like things like that are going to come up. And I think it's better to talk about these things now rather when it actually gets to that point, because who knows, you, you could want your parents to live with you and then your partner could be like, fuck no, I'm not living with your parents. They can go to a home. And obviously that's going to create some sort of tension within the relationship. Uh, Another big thing to discuss, sorry, notifications. uh, What beliefs will be installed onto your children if you do wish to have them? 
I think that discussing your childhood traumas is really important and don't sit there and tell me that you don't have have any because if you listen to my episode on trauma, you know that everyone has childhood trauma, no matter how perfect you think your upbringing was. I think it's important to talk about financial partner and sexual expectations within your relationship and just simple things like what does your dream home look like to you and does it actually matter? Like does eventually living in your dream home matter to you or are you not fussed about that stuff? And I think political views as well is really important. The third piece of advice is I think it's really important for us to understand the difference between enjoying and ruining the so-called golden years of our life, which is normally 15 to 30. So this is often the typical period where we make a lot of friends, but we also lose friends. We fail a lot, but we also learn a lot. We make a lot of mistakes, but I think it's also important to know that that is completely normal. We fall in love, but you also get heartbroken and you lose yourself along the way, but you also find yourself too. And I think that all of those stuff, all of those things are normal and it's kind of a part of growing up in those years. And I think that it is important for us to remember that, you know, shit's going to happen and kind of learn to enjoy the suffering, I guess. Not that we want to, but rather like how can what can you take from those moments of suffering and failure and heartbreak rather than going down a dark path and always focusing on the negatives and then ultimately ruining those years and living in that victim mentality the fourth piece of advice i am very strong about this one <laughs> but please go to therapy if you have children or if you want them i personally think that it's one of the most selfish things that someone can do is to have a child and not at least try to heal or to not go to therapy. You're not perfect. Nobody is. And if you don't go to therapy, your kids will definitely end up in therapy because of you and stop thinking you're so immune to mental health and trauma because I can tell you right now, you are not. Even like like we should obviously be healing and going to therapy and looking after our mental health for us, but like I say all the time, all those things show up in other relationships as well. And you guys have no idea the impact that our parents have on our overall life, our relationships, our relationship with ourselves, our mental health, how we view the world, just all the little things that have such an impact. And even the littlest thing, like maybe one day you could speak to your child like shit or, you know, call them names or something in that moment you know, I know that often like shit happens, but in moments of that, or maybe I could use a different example, even relationship with food, like what is your relationship with food? Like, are you someone who constantly is wanting a diet? Are you constantly wanting to go on a diet? Are you constantly talking about going on a diet? Are you constantly labeling foods as good and bad? All of those things like Examples like that create an unhealthy relationship. Your kids are then unconsciously creating an unhealthy relationship with food because you have an unhealthy relationship with food and often people don't even realize. So that's what I mean. 
going to therapy and working on these things, if you have children or you want them, is I think one of the most important things you can do in life because they will end up in therapy because of you if you don't. Number five, say no without over-explaining or lying. I'm definitely, this is something I'm working on and definitely in the past, I've definitely been someone who like, even the like white littlest of lies, I don't know, you say you can't do something or can't go somewhere or can't, I don't know, hang out with a person and you lie. And it's like, no, I'm learning to, if I don't want to go, if I want to put me first, if that person isn't serving me or that situation, I'm just straight up going, hey, no, sorry, I'm not going to that. Or, hey, sorry, I can't do that today. I can't show up for you today. There is no need to lie. Just say no, say you can't go. You don't need to over-explain yourself. And if you're stuck caring about other people and their opinion of you, one of the best weights you'll ever lose in your life is losing the weight of other people's opinions. And I know that statement there, it is hard and it is a lifelong journey of trying to work with yourself and trying to break that care of other people and other people's opinion of you. I know it is hard, but I do think it is a lifelong journey. And the last one is stop aiming to be physically attractive, aim to be mentally attractive. Because you know what's attractive? Dealing with the insecurities, being a good person, educating yourself, learning how to communicate in a healthy way, learning how to genuinely listen, addressing your reoccurring negative thoughts, healing your trauma, learning how to be happy in your own company, teaching yourself discipline, and oh my god I just think that they all come across as so attractive like yeah like I think we can all agree on that I can't show up for you today don't you know I can't do that today because I'm working or sorry I have other commitments like there is no need to lie just say no say you can't go you don't need to over explain yourself And if you're stuck caring about what other people, about other people and their opinion of you, one of the best weights you'll ever lose in your life is losing the weight of other people's opinions. And I know that statement there, it's kind of like, it is hard. And I feel like it is a lifelong journey of trying to work with yourself, I guess, on trying to break that care of other people and other people's opinion of you. I know it is hard, but I do think it is a lifelong journey. And the last one is stop aiming to be physically attractive, aim to be mentally attractive. Because you know what's attractive? Dealing with the insecurities, being a good person, educating yourself, learning how to communicate in a healthy way, learning how to genuinely listen, addressing your reoccurring negative thoughts, healing your trauma, learning how to be happy in your own company, teaching yourself discipline. Can't say it. And oh my God, I just think they all come across as so attractive. I think we can all agree on that. Now, you probably did forget some of the things that I just mentioned. So I'll give you a quick summary before I finish the episode off. But the first point or piece of advice that I think everyone needs to hear is to stop following other people's version of fun. The second one is discuss these things before you get married because love and attraction are never enough. And the things I spoke about build, how you're going to deal with family, conflict, what beliefs are going to be installed on your children, what are your financial partner and sexual expectations, 
political views, your childhood trauma, all of the really important things that I think need to be spoken about in every relationship. The third one is understand the difference between enjoying and ruining the golden years of your life. The fourth one, please go to therapy if you have children or if you want them. The fifth one, learn how to say no without over-explaining or lying. And the last one is stop aiming to be physically attractive, aim to be mentally attractive. Now that is the end of the episode and my first ever no bullshit episode. I hope you guys did enjoy that. Let me know what you think. If you could share this episode to your socials and tag me, leave me a rating review. All of the annoying stuff that I really appreciate and it does help me grow authentically if you guys do do that. So let me know what you think and I will see you in the next episode. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.